This is The Michael Wall Show. Michael is a speaker, author, and founder and CEO of several companies. His passion is to help families live on purpose and live with purpose. And now, here's Michael Wall. Welcome in, everyone, to The Michael Wall Show. I'm excited today. we got a lot of great information we're going to share and really give you some insight on how you can put some hands and feet to the mission that you may be looking for. You know, a lot of times in life, I've just realized that a lot of people don't know what they want because they don't know what's available. And so today I'm going to share some things with you with a special guest and talk about some ways that you can get involved with some of the evils that we are are facing, unfortunately, in our world today. But before we do that, I want to thank all of the listeners from all over the world just for dialing in each and every week and sharing your thoughts and insight via comments on iTunes or Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you listen to the show, we appreciate you. And if you haven't yet, take a moment and uh, leave a comment. Hey, love the show, love this thought, love to hear more about X, Y, and Z. And obviously, there's a lot of great shows in the archive where you can go back and get a lot of great motivation as well as uh, information from uh, very successful people, from rock stars to business owners to all kinds of different things. One last thing, as always, as you know, nothing in this world is free. So we got to give a little shout out to the sponsors of the show, and that is Lean on the Wall Companies, or LeanOnTheWall.com, really, which is Wall Companies, Wall Private Wealth, Wall Wealth Management, and Wall Lehman. Three companies really designed to help families protect, grow, and reduce taxes on their wealth. So you got questions about that? You got some money? You want to keep it? You want to reduce your taxes on it? You want to maximize it? You want to protect it from the next crash or whenever that comes? Go to LeanOnTheWall.com and learn more. Reach out to the team there. We'll guide you along the way. But today, I'm excited to share with you. We have a special guest, and we connected a little while back and actually even joined in an event here recently together. Kristen Albertini is her name. I'm saying that correctly. You are. Yeah, I love that. Love that. Thank you. And she is involved with Hope for Freedom, a great organization that has kind of been birthed, I believe, out of Christ Fellowship. Yes. And just kind of talking about some of the things that are necessary and helping rid the world of some of these evils. Well, what are some of these evils? Well, you know, the sex trafficking industry has become a massive business throughout the world, quite honestly, a massive problem. And it is invading and kind of stealing the lives, if you will, of a lot of youth and girls and boys throughout our our world and our country. So we wanted to talk about this yeah, and put some, uh, maybe some boots on the ground, tangible things that listeners can be doing along the way. But let's start out with how did you get involved? Where did Hope for Freedom come from? You know, we're seeing a lot yeah. of organizations pop up now, whether it's Operation Underground Railroad, obviously Place of Hope's involved in yeah. a lot of ways, a lot of other organizations. So help us understand, help the listeners understand Kristen, what is Hope for Freedom and what's kind of their their mission? Absolutely. Well, thank you for letting us be here. Hope for Freedom has existed for about 10 years now, and it started with just a few people who were heartbroken about the issue. As they began to learn about human trafficking and our leaders at Christ Fellowship learned about it, we realized that there was something that we needed to do. We weren't quite sure at the time what we should do, but we just started to educate ourselves to see what the needs were in the community and do our best to build a team just to help attack those needs and and provide for the children in our community that are gravely being impacted by human trafficking. One of the things that you mentioned was that this is a multi-billion dollar industry or Mm. that it does bring in a lot of revenue and lowest numbers I've seen is $32 billion and as high as $150 billion that are brought in through human trafficking. Mm. And there are about 100,000 domestic youth in the United States who are 
directly impacted by human trafficking all throughout the U.S. So let's break that down real quick. When somebody that's not familiar with this, and I, I know probably a lot of our listeners that are out there, you know, maybe they've heard bits and pieces. You hear little things about a sting here, there in the news, you know, raids or whatever it may be throughout the country, things happening. But I don't think people really grasp or understand what what does it mean when you talk about human trafficking? Right. What does that mean? So let's talk about, if you don't mind, just take a few moments and say, let's unpack the simple, you know, the ABCs of it, right? Absolutely. What is human trafficking? Well, and a common term that we hear, especially on media, is modern day slavery. Mm-hmm. And that's a great term because I think it gives us a great visual of what human trafficking is and the gravity of it. Now, there are federal definitions for human trafficking that we follow. And the actual definition is that it involves the recruitment, the harboring and the transporting of people for labor or services through the use of three specific avenues, force, fraud or coercion for the purpose of involuntary servitude, debt, bondage or slavery. Hmm. And what's important to know is that when the individual, the victim is under 18, they are minor force, fraud and coercion are not necessary to be proven. Hmm. But those are key factors. And when describing and identifying what human trafficking is, but it's ultimately forcing someone against their will to perform an act or provide a service. Yeah. So it could be, and we're hearing a lot of, you know, like organ harvesting, you know, sex trafficking specifically where sexual acts are being made done. Right. I mean, these are guys, girls, you know, they're not just doing it because they want to do it. I mean, they're drugged up and they're in an enslaved situation or just hard labor. Absolutely. Uh, All of those are kind of three things that I've become aware of. Would you say there's anything in addition to that? Well, I think sex trafficking, forced labor, domestic servitude. Those are great ways that we can identify and begin Mm. to see what human trafficking is. And we have it all throughout the United States. We have it not just one type of trafficking in one area, but unfortunately, you can see just throughout one state, all three of those um, into play. And it's a big issue. It's important that we understand that this is not just something that happens overseas. Right. I think it's easy for us to to believe that it happens overseas and harder for people to understand that it's happening within the United States. But the numbers are proving that it is happening. The average age of a girl that's trafficked is 12 to 14 throughout mm-hmm. the United States mm-hmm. and for a boy, 11 to 13. And so those numbers, they should break our hearts. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do. And it's unfortunate that it's happening and traffickers are masters at manipulating. Mm. And so they're targeting the most vulnerable in our population, in our community. And anyone who desires to be loved and to be known honestly is vulnerable to becoming a victim and traffickers know that. And so they're going to prey on these natural needs that we have. And it's our responsibility to protect our youth and to let them know what's happening out there and then provide services for those that are unfortunately caught up into it so that they can live a life of freedom. Because there's a lot of rehabilitation that comes after the fact. Absolutely. Absolutely. Rescue is not the finish line. Once a child or an adult is rescued, there are years of just investing that needs to go into helping somebody to heal. And I think that's important because, you know, a lot of times what you'll see, you know, if you're watching the news or you're watching something and they'll be like, hey, we were able to save you know, a hundred kids or whatever in this thing or whatever it is. And that's great. And everybody's clapping and applauding. And that's an amazing that's a thing. Win. That's, that's a great. win. Absolutely. But there is a lot of work that's got to be done with the emotional distress and the emotional issues. And I think that's why it's so important that we really talk about this. And by the way, as you're listening to this, that's one of the reasons that I wanted to bring some of these things to the forefront. I know a lot of people don't want to think about it. They don't want to talk about it. They just want to go along their life and live their life and say, you know, a lot of people are in a place where they say, hey, if I can make the money that I need to make and I can live the life that I need to live and vacation when I want a vacation and eat where I want to eat and do what I want to do. And, you know, I just kind of 
la 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 to the rest of the stuff yeah. that's out there in the world, then I'm fine. Well, you know, we're in a situation, unfortunately, in this country where there have been years and years and years where evil has started to prevail because good people have really done nothing. Mm. Good people in a lot of ways have chased the American dream. Good people in a lot of ways have said, I'm going to focus on, you know, me, myself and I. I, th- I think of what Zig Ziglar says. Everybody's listening to WIIFM. What's in it for me? Right. Mm. They're focused on themselves And so unfortunately, what happens is we have all these things that have occurred, and now we have a snowball effect where this stuff has really gotten way out of control, right? Right. And it's like when you see uh, bugs in your home, you see a little bit here, a little bit there, but then you open up the walls, and you're like, ah, they're everywhere. Yeah. And that's what's happened. And so that's why I wanted to bring Kristen on to talk about this, because I want to challenge you as you're listening to this little side challenge. The only way that this stuff goes away is if those that do care get involved. Absolutely. We got to get involved. It's not just to listen to a show like this and say, wow, that's amazing. And then go on to your Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. We're like, wow, hey, everybody check this out. You need to no, you need to physically get involved. Think about what are you doing to be a part of the solution? So let's talk about this. So we know that's a massive problem. We know there's millions of kids all over the world that are in slavery right now. And by the way, this is real. These are real issues. You know, we hear on politically and all this stuff today. I think there's a lot of distractions about, hey, this and hey, that. And, you know, you're offending me and offending me. And it's like, time out. This is real stuff. These kids are really in bondage and they're really having their lives being dictated in a way that they can't control. Mm -hmm. So here we are. We know this is a problem, Kristen. What has Hope for Freedom found? And I know there's some things you can't disclose for, for privacy and safety. But what are some things that you guys have found over the last 10 years mm-hmm. that have been some ways that, number one, people can get involved yeah. and some solutions that can help kind of protect these kids in advance? Absolutely. Well, one of the ways that we know that we can attack human trafficking and attack it from an awareness perspective is to communicate and educate the youth. Okay. And so we here in Florida go into schools in our county, but this is something that anybody and ultimately every state should have where there is a group that is able to go into a school and help educate students on the dangers of human trafficking and the red flags. We attack that with our middle schoolers and high schoolers. We not only give them the red flags and the indicators, but we give them resources on who they can talk to. And we communicate the importance of having trusted adults. Students need to know who they can go to Mm -hmm. when there is an issue, Mm -hmm. but also that there is an issue out there and that there are people that want to take advantage of them. And so if we want to stop it, we need to attack it at the source. And that's going to those that are most vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Another way to respond and to get involved. And where is the, where is the funding coming from that to help educate? Absolutely. So we have just great volunteers and through Christ Fellowship, we're able to go into the schools. We provide the presentation for free. Okay. And so myself, I'm a staff member. I go, but our team is built of volunteers. So anybody in the community can get involved, whether it be through their organization or through a church where they can give an hour or two of their day mm. to educate students that they can be safe and let the school know what resources are available to them. So that's what we have. We have a great team of volunteers that help us to be able to offer this presentation for free. And then we also would encourage everybody just to get educated, to find out who in your community is talking about this issue and then how can you learn more about it and see what they are doing. One of the additional things that we do is we provide services to survivors. Mm. And so we let others know that if you want to be a part of a survivor's story, there are certain ways that you can do that. 
you may not get to interact one-on-one with them, but you can help fund their therapy. Mm -hmm. You can help fund the life skills that they need to develop so that they can be successful and be a part of society in a healthy way. You can help fund the tutoring that they're going to need, or you can create a care package. Things that we often overlook when someone comes into care is just the basic necessities. Mm -hmm. When someone comes in and they may have nothing but what's on their back, which could be nothing at all, you know, toothbrush, a journal, a blanket, a pillow, things that we take for granted that could make or break an experience when someone is transitioning out of the life of human trafficking and into a life of what's going to be a long-term journey of healing. We want to be a part of it. And so what I would say to any listener out there is find out who is doing something. And if there is nobody doing something, maybe you're the one that needs to start it, you know, and, and bring people along to do that with you, but find out who's going, talk to your churches, local churches, local organizations. Hopefully there's already a thought and a desire, a passion to want to see change and to want to see light be shined into the darkness. And then once you discover who is doing something, what they're doing, ask them how you can help. Yeah. Go into schools. We provide trainings for adults. We have our student training. We also have adult training and we will equip multiple people in our community, whether they are doctors, lawyers, stay at home parents, teachers, and let them know your influence, your circle of influence is great. And so you need to take the information that you have learned and share it with them so that there's this great ripple effect of awareness Mm -hmm. where I may not get the opportunity to communicate to every person in my county. But if I can communicate to 500 who then communicate to 500, Mm -hmm. then 500 more, like it grows. And what multiplication, absolutely. What we see happening is as awareness increases, the amount of human trafficking uh, cases will decrease. Yeah. One, we're going to know who to call. Yeah. We're going to be able to have eyes in our community and know what to look for because it's around us. Yeah. We just don't know what to look for. But once you're educated and you know what to see, once you see it, then you know who to call. And then we get to work together. We work with law enforcement in that way. We work with our detectives in this way. And we work with our doctors. And, and there's so many ways for us to all be involved. We just have to figure out what's our place. So think about this for a minute as you're listening to what she's saying. She's talking about awareness. So really, Hope for Freedom is a big you know, megaphone with all of these resources and tools in advance to say, hey, listen, this is the problem. This is what to look for. This is how to, how to find it. This is where to go if you found someone, et cetera. And, you know, the simplistics of that. Well, obviously, if you're listening to this, you're like, wow, I didn't really I didn't even realize this was a big problem. Think about how many people that, you know, Mm -hmm. that think the same way that you Mm -hmm. think. Number one. Number two, can you imagine? So if I ask you the question and I said, "Okay, hey, if you're in a situation where you're driving down the road and you're in your car and you have your cell phone and all of a sudden you have a major medical situation, let's say you have a heart attack. The question is, who do you call? You know to call 911. Why? The reason you know to call 911 is because there's been massive marketing campaigns in the past, historically, to say, hey, you got a problem? Call 911. You got a problem? Call 911. You got a problem? Call 911. At some point in time, you're like, hey, if I got a problem, I'll call call 911. Okay. (laughs) You know because it's been presented. Well, now we're in a situation where we're saying, listen, this is a serious issue. Unfortunately, a lot of the marketing, a lot of the sharing of what to do when this kind of situation arises or what to look for to know that this situation is actually even happening isn't out there yet. And I want to just end the show with an encouraging story because you may be out there listening and you may be saying, ah, yeah, but I'm just one person. You know, what can I do? I don't have a show, Mike, like you. I don't have, you know, a group that I'm leading. I don't have anything like that. Well, there's a gentleman that I want you to share. I was actually had the opportunity to be involved with. And he locally uh, in South Florida decided that he's going to take matters into his own hand. Didn't have a lot of money, not a negative. He was just a great guy, had a good heart, and he just started to start a basketball event. So 
do real quick, if you don't mind, Kristen, just share that story because it started out and all of a sudden there's hundreds of people, thousands of people that have heard the message because of this gentleman. Absolutely. So a young man, Caleb Belfort, he's a young adult. He goes to the local church here at Christ Fellowship and he heard about the issue of human trafficking and it gripped his heart. And just like our leaders, he said, I got to do something. And so he began to just think and look at his influence, his circle of influence. And he knew he, had, he knew a lot of people that played basketball. And he said, well, what if I invited a couple of my friends to play a game of basketball and, and get people excited about it and bring them out. And during that game, I'm going to raise money. All those funds are going to go to survivors, but not only am I going to raise money, but I want to help with this awareness issue. And so during halftime, I'm going to talk. So what he did, and he's been doing this for three years, and he called on Michael over here to come, and he asks people who are passionate to say, why should we care about this issue? And in a matter of three minutes, he has an entire audience attention of saying, human trafficking is happening. We need to do something about it because kids are being victimized by this, and women and men are being victimized by this. And like you mentioned earlier, the only reason that evil triumphs is because good men choose to do nothing. Mm -hmm. And we need to not be bystanders. We need to not stay silent, but we need to educate ourselves. And so Caleb did something really incredible and he has raised thousands of dollars over the last three years. He has educated thousands of individuals on the issue of human trafficking all during a game of basketball. Yeah. You know, he <laughs> takes something so ordinary. And yeah. honestly, he gave it to the Lord and, and the Lord did something extraordinary through it. Yeah. And it's really helping our community to fight human trafficking. Yeah. So I want to challenge you with that. Here's a guy that knew people, but didn't really know a lot of people. He was just a likable, kind, nice guy and said, let me start this. And it's a couple years in. And so as you are where you are, I want you to think about who do you know? What influences do you have? Maybe you're involved in a small group. Maybe you're a a woman out there that's involved in a, in a tennis club, or maybe you're involved in a, a gardening club, or maybe you're involved in, but you're wealthier and you're involved in a yacht club, or maybe you're involved in some type of a golf uh, group or, or whatever it may be. Art is your thing, you know, wine, I don't know, whatever it is, but you have people that you hang out with, right? So connect with those people and say, listen, I would love to get involved with this and sharing this story and uh, you can do that. And by the way, if you want to find more resources on that, one of the places you can go to, tell me if I'm wrong here, Kristen, but you can go to gochristfellowship.com slash hope for freedom. So that's go, G-O, gochristfellowship.com forward slash hope for freedom is a great place to get involved. And uh, there's another one last thing internationally, because I know we got listeners all over the world. So there's going to be a, a walk that's yes. coming so take, take a quick minute and talk about that. Walk for Freedom, A21, a great global inter, uh, organization. That's A is an Apple, by the way. Yes, A, a is and an then Apple, the is 21. Right. They are doing a Walk for Freedom, October 19th. You can get involved anywhere you are. You can either start the walk or join the walk. If you go to A21.org and search Walk for Freedom, you can put your zip code in and find out the closest walk to you. And they can also walk you through how you can start the walk if you would like to. I encourage you to learn a little bit about that organization because they're doing powerful things in our world to fight human trafficking. And if you around the world are interested in doing something like Caleb, I would love to even resource you and help mm. you to know how to do what he has done. And so if you go to our website, like Michael said, you know, my contact information is on there and I will give you the information you need and encourage you and empower you because I believe we have to be in this together. Yeah, absolutely. So again, one last time, her contact can be found. You can go to go, G-O, go Christfellowship.com forward slash hope for 
freedom. Well, I'm going to give you a last word in relation to any other thoughts you want to share, and then yeah. I'll land the plane and end the show. But any other things you want to share for our listeners out there? Well, there's one thing. As you were mentioning, 911, when there is an emergency, that's the number to call. There's actually a human trafficking hotline number mm-hmm. as well that anybody can call uh, in the United States, and it's one 888 3737 888 And if you go to Polaris Project or the National Human Trafficking Hotline website, you will find signs to look for, and that's the number to call. If you want to do something, you can save a life by calling this phone number. So there you go. 888-3737-888. Really good. Awesome. Kristen, thanks so much for joining us on the show today. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Yeah. And as always, as you uh, listen to this and go live your life, whether you're in your car or whether you're working out and you're in your yoga pants, I don't know what you're doing as you're listening to this, but man, let's be people that are, as Dennis Waitley says, which I love, planting shade trees under which I will never sit, Mm. right? That's one of the things that we can be effectively, actively doing is looking for ways to add value in the generation that comes next. And uh, this is a powerful, massive thing. And I'll tell you, this is something that we got to really get on because, you know, the, the old saying, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. And when you talk about taking a little boy, girl, whatever it may be, teenager, and they've been run through the mill of this abuse, it literally can take a lifetime for them to get normal. And it may not even ever fully happen, only with the power of God. But at the end of the day, this is a serious, serious situation that we need to be thinking about. As always, our challenge on the show is for you to go out there and live on purpose so you can ultimately live with purpose. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you next show. 